0: What does barbecue mean to you? It's all about family. Good
1: food. Summertime and friends of nostalgia. A whole lot of tasty. Soul-filling, belly-filling goodness. All of my favorite foods. A cultural touchstone. For me, it's a tether to the people who came before me getting together with family and friends.
0: Hello, friends, and welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. This is episode number 201, and I am your host, Ryan Sanderson. Thank you for listening in. We're taking a bit of a detour here this week, folks, but certainly bringing you an interesting guest and a product that all of you backyard cooks might want to consider to add a little blast of umami to your dishes. Joe Brennan from Canadian Guy Foragers is my guest this week, talking about their wild mushroom products and also their foraging courses. You can visit www.canadianfungi.com for more information. This portion of the podcast is brought to you by the Motley Q 2022 Competition Bounty Program. For the last couple of years, Motley Q's amazing products have been winning awards in multiple sauce and seasoning contests, like the best sauce on the planet. Also, competition barbecue cooks have been receiving calls using Motley Q products at competitions all over the world. So this year, Big Joe and Jess are looking to add to the winning. In 2022, when you use Motley Q products and win a category or a GC, you'll get a little extra jangle in your pockets. It's as simple as this. Use Motley Q products in a sanctioned competition and take some pictures of video or video as proof. When you win a category or GC, email Motley Q the proof and they will send you $250 as a bonus for continuing the winning. They will most likely do a post about your win, but will not share any picture that you don't want out there. Your secret is safe with us, Batman. Visit MotleyQ.ca, M-O-T-L-E-Y-Q-U-E.ca. And click on the Barbecue Bounty Program tab at the top of the screen to get all of the details. Welcome back, everybody. Another episode of the podcast. I've spoken a number of times about trying to find what might be an Alberta barbecue flavor, uh, using foods indigenous to the area. And I'm hoping maybe I get some answers from my guest tonight, uh, pointing me along the way. Uh, canadianfungi.com Joe Brennan is my guest. Uh, Joe, welcome to the show. How are you? Thanks for having me, Ryan. I'm great. Awesome, awesome. Uh, appreciate you doing this. Uh, interesting product, interesting story. We'll get into all that. Uh, question I ask everybody right off the top, though, what does barbecue mean to you?
1: Uh, barbecue means summertime and, you know, spending good times with friends and camping and being out in the wilderness. And, and uh, there's nothing more, you know, they say American, but there's no nothing more Canadian,
0: I should say. Yep. Than barbecue. Awesome, awesome. Uh, before we get into uh, the Canadian fun guy business, a uh, little bit about yourself, some background. You're here in Calgary. Is this home for you?
1: Yeah, Calgary is my home. We service the Calgary area, mm-hmm. uh, Calgary, Red Deer, Edmonton, throughout the season with fresh mushrooms that are foraged across Western Canada, Alberta, B.C. And sometimes even the Yukon and NWT.
0: Awesome. How does one uh, get into this line of work? Uh, what's your uh,
1: well? I grew up uh, in an area that was a mushroom area. Uh, there was lots of mushroom pickers, and I was taught from some of the guys that are long gone from the business. Okay. But I started in picking in morels, which is the most famous of probably all the. Uh, Wild forage mushrooms in Canada.
0: Okay, and where uh, whereabouts was that that you grew up?
1: Uh, Northern BC and the Yukon is where we okay. picked. Okay, and uh, did you know we traveled around quite a bit in our younger years? And then in 2015, we went back to full time foraging about 15 different types of mushrooms across Western
0: Canada. Wow, that's uh, I wouldn't have thought there was that many out there. That's uh, there
1: a, is yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah no there's a huge uh, treasure trove uh, if you're willing to travel across Canada Yep, uh, we have some of the best wilderness so
0: mm. we have some makes of the best mushroom. makes sense absolutely well let's talk about the uh, the business side of it Canadian Fungi Foragers uh, F-U-N-G-U-Y is the company name but obviously a little play on words there so talk about what uh, what the company is you touched on it a little bit but uh, maybe go deeper uh, into what you're all doing
1: we we supply gourmet mushrooms so some of the variations that are more popular mushrooms would be the morel the chanterelle Mm -hmm. uh we do get into the more exotic mushrooms as uh as some of them um some people might know uh we will find lion's mane bear's head tooth chicken of the woods the list goes on. Mm-hmm. I could ramble for a little while on it, but there's some amazing gourmet mushrooms in Canada and, uh, they're, they're wanted by chefs around the world. Right. It's one of these, uh, amazing treasures we have out there. It's a lot of hard work. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, uh, wildlife guiding or mountain, sure, mountaineering yep. guiding or yeah, something absolutely. like that. You put a lot of uh, time on the ground, but, uh, it's fun and it takes you to some amazing places. I
0: can only imagine. I, I would think that it's uh, where you're going is uh, kind of off the beaten path. Where maybe a guy like me that does a little uh, hiking on you know maintained trails, I'm not seeing all these mushrooms along the trail edge. So I'm guessing you're going a little uh, little deeper in, right?
1: Yeah, and we we go to certain habitat that holds. Mm-hmm good mushrooms and and regions and stuff like that. Like we've done our research obviously sure. if you're going to pick them commercially. Mm-hmm. Um there are a lot of a lot of people across Canada that 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 wild forage commercially now mm-hmm. because it's kind of the new organic. People right. are trying to eat more wholesome and and find, you know, small producers of meat for instance. Sure, absolutely. Barbecue yeah. would be a good example. Yeah. And, uh, we've really seen a need across Canada to provide this, you know, to the Canadian
0: public. That's awesome. And this is a full-time thing for you. It is. Yeah,
1: it is. We'll start, uh, I've just started doing, uh, all my scouting. I did that in the last couple of weeks here. Yep. And we've looked, I put about 3000 kilometers on driving around. Checking different regions, seeing if the snow's gone, Mm -hmm. seeing, you know, where we are in the season. Yep. And we're looking like it's going to shape up probably in the next few weeks here, I would think. We'll be seeing uh, morels. And morels are a special thing in Canada. Uh, A lot of people don't realize it. We are one of the biggest producers of morels in the world. We produce it on a megaton. It's amazing. Uh, It's kind of not spoke about mm-hmm. in maybe every realm out there.
0: No, no, but I don't. But if
1: you actually yeah. get to go out and experience it, I was on an area last year, there was 12 buyers. Uh, the price went, to, I think 20 or 22 bucks a pound to the wow. pickers. Okay. Right. And it was a phenom. It was a phenom of a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year will be a different uh, scenario. Right. But, it's uh it's definitely an interesting uh industry
0: absolutely so what uh conditions you know weather conditions i imagine as part of it what uh what lends itself to a good growing season as opposed to maybe a not growing uh not as good uh, we growing want
1: season. to see warming trends where uh, I imagine barbecue people don't want to hear this, but we don't want it to get too hot too quick, okay, right? Yep. <laughs> Everybody else wants patio season yes, with yep. beer and barbecues, sure. yep. <laughs> yeah. And we kind of want a cool, more mild summer. Yeah. But okay. uh, either way, if it's if it gets warm, the mushrooms seem the morels seem to come fast. Okay. So we see some nice big size morels and. And you can do lots of fun stuff with that. You mm-hmm. can stuff them or you can, there's lots of culinary options. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I was going to, we'll get into some of that later and maybe talk a little, uh, mixing some of that in with barbecue. But mm-hmm. now do you find with the different varieties of the mushrooms that you mentioned, and I see a whole bunch of others on your website, uh, do different weather conditions, climates favor some over the others? Uh, yeah, so if it is well, a hotter summer, is that better for some varieties than
1: For sure, for sure. Uh, Every mushroom grows on a substrate, so Mm -hmm. some like uh, sands and gravels and dirt, Mm -hmm. uh, like the pine mushroom. Um, Others will grow on wood. Others will grow uh, abundantly after the ground has been shocked by temperature change, uh, drought, uh, humidity. There's so many factors that come into play, but the mushroom, truthfully, is only the fruit of the the body of the mushroom okay. uh, or of the mycelium, right? So the mycelium is in, uh, say, like a log, and something stresses it, whether it's pressure, temperature, okay. or conditions, and it believes it could die or the change of season will do it too, and the mushroom fruits, oh. or the
0: mycelium should fruits, right? Okay. And so. uh, the mushroom is the fruit.
1: Yeah. Okay, yeah. interesting. So what we usually think of a mushroom is we almost think of it as a entity, but it's it's truly not. It's like the apple hanging from
0: the tree. Interesting. Most of the organism we don't see. Well. Okay, well, that's interesting. Yeah. Learn something every day. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that. Uh, that's great. Um, let's talk uh, your business. You have uh, kind of a few different uh, things that you offer, dried, fresh, uh, some powders and powdered mushroom seasonings.
1: Yeah, we offer a range of different mushrooms, uh, dried, uh, different sizes of mushrooms. So we'll Mm -hmm. have a bite-sized morel, which is very popular with chefs. Uh, Then we'll have a grade A morel, which is a larger morel that could be stuffed uh, with cream cheese or something like that. Um, Then we'll go into the powders, which make incredible gravies and sauces sure yeah. uh one of my favorite things on the planet is chanterelle powder mm-hmm. it it goes in almost anything it's incredible i'll put it in burgers i will put it in sausage when i make it mm-hmm. one of my favorite things ever is i'll take uh when i make summer sausage and no this is my secret <laughs> i'm letting <them laughs> Let out right out. now <laughs> what i'll do is i'll take a uh a tablespoon or two of chanterelle powder. And mm-hmm. I'll add that to my summer sausage okay. mixture. And then I smoke
0: it. Nice. And
1: uh, man, does it go well. It just richens the, almost the, uh, how do they pronounce it? Umami.
0: Umami. Yeah, I was going to ask you it would flavor. give a very yeah, much yeah. a. Another that's, that's great
1: it. secret is uh, even just taking, oyster mushrooms mm. or a variety of mushrooms, chopping them extremely finely yep. and mixing them in your hamburger meat before yep. you sure. make patties. Okay. Yep. Oh, one of my favorite, uh, mushroom yep. guru recipes.
0: Yeah. It'll give you a little butter different butter. texture too, having the bits of mushroom. in yeah, there. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yep. And it just gives it that nice, rich, uh, people can't even put their, their finger on it. Yep. Truthfully like that. that flavor, but, uh, Another one that's really good. It's a little bit off barbecue, but uh pate. Mm, if you okay. ever make pate, which I make a bottled pate, yep. I'll add chanterelle powder to that one too. Awesome. And that's one of my secret weapons yep. as far as uh <laughs> yep. in the kitchen.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Uh the fresh mushrooms that you offer on the website seasonal I would imagine. That's uh
1: Yeah, they come and go. Our yeah. our morels will be coming. Uh, probably in about a week or two, maybe mm-hmm. three. We usually have them through uh, May, we'll have them June, part of July. Okay, rarely does it ever go into August. And then what'll happen is we have our fall mushrooms, okay, and then fall we have a, a buffet.
0: Okay, of mushrooms. so more right. different varieties as later in yeah. the season, okay.
1: We'll have golden chanterelles, white chanterelles. Violet chanterelles, uh, winter chanterelles, which mm-hmm. is also called yellow foot. Okay, all of those will have that nice fruity uh, kind of like apricot flavor mm-hmm. to Interesting. them. Yep, and then uh, we'll have our oyster mushrooms, chicken of the woods, lobster mushrooms, mm-hmm. uh, and then the the almighty of all the mushrooms in Canada, the the pine matsutake. Okay, and that is the. That is the king of grilling mushrooms. Okay. If you, uh, if you, I I don't know if many people know about it uh, that might listen to your show, yep. but it is a revered mushroom in Japan. It's okay. like, it's the caviar of the mushrooms.
0: What makes it so special, I guess?
1: It has a, well, so many people have tried to describe it, but to me, it's my favorite mushroom. Mm-hmm. By far, there's because there's no other mushroom that tastes anything near it. The morel is very awesome in its own right because it is has its own thing. Yeah. But the pine matsutake has a tenderness of perfectly grilled squid. Okay. With that nice kind of light aroma and and taste of seafood,
0: hmm.
1: but it tastes like cinnamon.
0: Wow, okay.
1: All in the same, and it's it's oh, it's out of this world. It's incredible that it hasn't become more popular in North America, mm-hmm. that mushroom. Yep. Because in Asia, it is the, uh, you know, a hundred years ago, if you wanted to give the emperor of Japan the most sought after present on the planet, it was a pine mazutake.
0: Wow, interesting. Interesting. Now, is it just a maybe availability of it here, or is it just that word hasn't got out, do you think? We have it pretty abundantly here. Okay. It's one of
1: those mushrooms that grows back in the exact same place pretty well every single year.
0: So once you've got your spots that you know you uh, you know where to go, one of those
1: mushrooms that if people know where they are, they Mm. never tell anybody. (laughs) It's like the greatest fishing hole. Exactly. Yeah,
0: I was about (laughs) to say the same thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Pull a ten-pound fish out of every (laughs) single time you go there. You're not going to tell anybody. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's one of those things they do. Another problem in Canada, or not a problem? Another tendency in Canada is that most of our mushrooms uh, get sh- shipped overseas. Right,
0: okay. Pr-
1: pretty well all of our Matsutake will almost end up somewhere in either Japan or Korea.
0: Or okay. Somewhere like and that. And that's something you're doing as well with your business? You're shipping to other markets? I do, not do, just do a-
1: small shipments internationally yep. uh, to chefs and, and smaller organizations. I don't do uh, a large quantities of mushrooms. The okay. reason being is I find... Uh, I like quality Mm -hmm. my I I demand that my mushrooms I want to eat them at the end of the day right so yeah I find if you mass produce anything you're gonna get a little bit of uh of yeah yeah
0: defects (laughs) right yeah so what you're talking more like uh growing them as opposed to foraging then
1: uh, even foraging them. Right. Even the people that I buy mushrooms off of mm-hmm. are all expert foragers and, okay. and they know what the quality that I want. Right. Uh, and I just, I've taught them well and mm-hmm. I just have a small little group of people that go out and, yep. and get really, really high quality mushrooms.
0: So you're not, I guess that, that leads into something, you're not yourself doing all of the foraging. You've got folks that... I
1: do out. Have a majority of yeah. it. Okay. So yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. I do uh, in, I think it was 2020. I did about <laughs> Morels alone. I think I did about well. I did 117 days on one location. Wow. Uh. And then the next one I did. Uh, what was it? It was about 60 or something. Holy. Like okay. So it's about so, half a yeah. year. But okay. it was a fin- another phenom year yeah. back then, and I don't think we'll see that again for a long time.
0: So. Right. Wow. Well, yeah. Now, when you yeah. say on one location, what sort of uh, acreage are we talking Well, say about? like one province. Okay. Okay. So not. Yeah. In, yeah. So still uh, covering a fair bit of, of ground in that, sure. uh, in that 116 days. So.
1: Yeah. And this year we plan on, uh, we'll probably have a, you know half of bc that yeah. we travel around
0: okay. you know yeah areas now are you on public lands or do you know people it's that all have- public crown land okay and uh
1: we forage sustainably that's another thing that i really mm-hmm. try to promote with yeah. my small group of people is that uh we're accountable we only pick a certain size of mushroom mm-hmm. we let you know Lots of them spawn out and go to the wind and create more mushrooms.
0: Exactly, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Take some for now so that there's a, a constant supply down the road, right? Yeah.
1: Morels, they come seasonally uh, because of different factors, but those mushrooms that come to the exact area at the z- exact same time every year, mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of like going to your garden. You don't want to pick them all, right? Right. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Well, and that leads to something I was looking at on the website that really attracted me to the, to what you're doing was that, that philosophy, uh, you talk about being Northern forages, foragers growing up on the land, uh, learning the craft, as you mentioned from, uh, from elders and, mm-hmm. you know, having it passed down. And so let's talk about that, where that uh, comes from. I guess you kind of mentioned it at the beginning there, learning it from uh, from the other folks, but uh, get into that a little bit. And-
1: yeah, we, when in my teenage years, I just loved to be out in the outdoors. Mm-hmm. So I had uh, many years I spent up in the Yukon, and the, the group of people that I spent time with were gold miners and people that spent time out in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the only way to learn those old traditions weren't necessarily on YouTube or in a book or, you know, you might've read about it here, or there mm-hmm. where, when I was a kid, but the, that, that, was all handed down to you. Yeah. It was all knowledge that someone took you out and showed you where those mushrooms were. Um and, and it goes right back to how I try to run my business mm-hmm. in that I I I pick up only the best mushrooms, I leave the rest of them go back to nature. And it's just giving back to the big circle mm-hmm. that we call life. Right. Right. And uh I think if you if you look at Canadians as a whole, that is most of us grew up somewhere rural. Many yep. of us live in cities maybe today. Yep. Uh, for one reason or another. But we did spend our time with our auntie or uncle or our cousin or somebody out there mm-hmm. and they taught us how to roast a wiener right. or whatever they yep. did, right? Maybe yeah, was yeah. mushroom chicken. Or tie a fly, yeah.
0: Or complexes. even just yeah.
1: set up a tent, yeah. right? And uh, you know, I I spend a lot of years where I was go go go, and as I get older in my life, and I see how life passes you by, it's very important to get out and enjoy those moments mm-hmm. and uh, pass them down to your kids.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: Um, I have a little fella right now, and he loves to play video games and all that sure, stuff, yep. but he'll go and hang out on the side of a river for a couple months with me too and go mushroom yep. picking. So awesome. it's a happy, uh, yeah, way yep. of balance, right?
0: So. Uh, great to see you, uh, you know, taking those lessons that you've learned and passing them along. So I, mm-hmm. uh, it's great to see, you know, I'm one of the folks that grew up in a city my whole life. I grew up in Winnipeg and moved to Calgary, so uh, mm-hmm. Didn't have a lot of exposure to that in my younger years, but uh, primarily through this podcast, I've certainly tried to get out. I've uh, spent time with uh, local farmers here and, uh, and talking to folks yeah. like yourself. So I'm, uh, uh, I'm getting to it later in life. But
1: uh, well, some of those things we hand down are maybe yep.
0: just a recipe on a barbecue. Sure, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know what I mean. Yeah. So. Back with more from Canadian fungi foragers Joe Brennan. After this message from our friends at Pitt County Barbecue, who's bringing authentic North Carolina style whole hog barbecue north of the border to Alberta and Canada, based out of Edmonton, with the ability to travel. Pitt County Barbecue will come to your event and cook an entire pig on site using their custom cook built cooker designed by owner and pitmaster Peter Kewski. specializing in corporate catering and private events. Pitt County Barbecue brings a unique regional barbecue dining experience. From North Carolina chopped barbecue pork to Piedmont-style coleslaw, trust me when I say you've never tasted anything like this before. The meat is so good you don't even need sauce. Peter is truly inspired by the South. His attention to detail and quality is second to none. From delicious food to amazing customer service, make sure to book Pitt County Barbecue for your next event. Also check out their recent web series Friends of the Pit on YouTube. And follow them on Instagram and Facebook. To book your event, visit their website at Pitt That's P I T C O U N T Y B B Q dot com. Uh, let's get into the barbecue side of things. And you mentioned the uh, the pine uh, matsutake. Now, is that is that the name of it, or is that two different you know? Uh,
1: yeah, we English call it name, the pine Asian mushroom, name. but yeah. the actual genus, okay. or, or sorry, the Japanese name is matsutake. Yep. Yeah. It's. Uh, there's different grades of it. Mm-hmm. The, there's the brown and the white. The brown Monsutake is a Japanese one that grows in their region. Uh, it is the most revered of them all. Okay. The, they grill it. They, it's an inc- such an incredible mushroom flavor-wise. Mm-hmm. They do not usually add it to much. They let it speak one hundred percent. It'll be the
0: centerpiece of the okay. whole dish. Right. Probably. Like it could would be just if it's, rice
1: grilled nicely,
0: yep.
1: barbecued nicely. Yep. And that is like, you know, a hundred dollar meal. Wow. It's incredible. That is yeah. wild,
0: yeah. So how do you just grilling it over open live right on the flame yeah. or directly? They'll or it's run the, a little a little
1: hibachi type of, yeah. or uh, something like that, yeah. but it's you know they cook it many different ways, but usually it's either grilled or sautéed, uh, and it's very simple—just mm-hmm. you know, salt and pepper. I, I, I eat piles of them. Yep. I—it's one of my favorite mushrooms, yep. and like I will eat them lunch, dinner when foraging season sure. comes. yep. <laughs> I love them. They're yep. like lobster to me.
0: Yeah, <laughs> wild, wild. Um, any other kind of barbecue applications? You talked about uh, mixing it into sausage or uh, uh, burgers. Yeah. Any other kind of barbecue applications that you might think of using the mushrooms? Yeah,
1: well, the oyster mushroom is, uh, is one you can find in the grocery store pretty okay. well anywhere. Yeah. Right, It's very common. Um, it is a great grilling mushroom okay. also. Yep. That's a, that's another one that if you want to throw it on the Traeger even, mm-hmm. Smoking, what they'll yep. do is they'll grill up nice and smoky yep. and they almost like, uh, crisp up where they will be like a potato or not a potato chip, almost like a corn chip.
0: Okay. And they are
1: just, they just soak up the flavor.
0: Right. I would think the yeah. mushrooms would take, uh, take smoke on quite well, right? Being just it given do, their texture, right? Yeah
1: yeah and if you use fresh mushrooms they yeah. sure give a lot of moisture right to to your mixture right so yeah. yeah the um i i do grow some oyster mushrooms lion's mane and shiitake mushrooms okay. at the moment right and that kind of keeps me busy in the off season okay. just sure. I yeah. only sell that to a few chefs that are my friends and uh you know, to my customers that I have, mm-hmm. my r- regular delivery customers around Calgary, Edmonton, and
0: Red Deer. Right on, right on. So, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. something to, as you said, keeps you going in the off season, right? When you can't be out, yeah, you know, exactly. out foraging. Yeah. Yeah. Keep the money. You got to keep some uh, income coming in too, pay the bills, right?
1: So, yeah. Can't go right to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. So I kind of mentioned it in the intro and it's something I've been looking at for a couple of years now uh, exploring a little bit is, uh, an Alberta barbecue kind of flavor profile. Um, you know, you Texas, you've got beef with the salt and pepper and the Carolinas with the pork and, uh, I've been looking at, you know, what is Alberta barbecue? And I guess, I wonder if, uh, maybe, uh, some of these, uh, native mushrooms might play into that kind of a flavor profile, uh, for sure. Of,
1: or yeah. even some of the, the berries. Yeah. Like we really emphasize like wild foods for instance mm-hmm. is a huge buffet. Yeah. It's, it's monstrous in Canada. Yeah. Uh, what people, I, I'm a mushroom guy and I chose to, to do that, mm-hmm. but there are wild food companies in Canada that are doing everything from, uh, spruce tips to fiddleheads, mm-hmm. to huckleberries. Yeah, Huckleberries is one that most people don't even know about. It is our huckleberries. If you go and buy E.D. Smith jam yeah. from the, from the store, from
0: your grocery store, yeah.
1: They're shipping on a good year, tons and tons of huckleberries out of Southern British Columbia. Okay. And that's where it all comes from. Right. Uh, And that goes for the chanterelle too. The the golden chanterelle in Canada, Mm -hmm. Uh, whether it's Northern Saskatchewan, whether it's out in Ontario, they harvest it or it's out in BC. Mm -hmm. Uh, we sell thousands of tons of golden chanterelles at certain times a year. It's pretty magnificent.
0: Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's, it's something a,
1: to be proud of as a Canadian.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. it's uh, Nothing I, I didn't realize there was such a uh, demand for these wild, uh, you know, wild growing. Yeah, there
1: or, is in certain regions of yeah. the world. Yeah. Yeah. They're revered, right?
0: Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So as far as, uh. An, an Alberta specific variety, would you think the morel or are there some others there that are more specific? Well,
1: to- the one that is probably iconic in Alberta mm-hmm. is the red cap scaver stock elite. Okay. It's yeah. a, uh, it's got the same nutty and kind of, uh, I shouldn't say smoky, but like earthy flavor okay. of, of a, of a king belete which is the porcini. Okay. But the porcini doesn't grow in, in many areas in Canada. In okay. some places it does, but not in Alberta. But the red cap scaverstock belete people have been harvesting it in Alberta for, oh, ever. Forever, Probably more yeah. than the morel.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: And once you dry this mushroom, yeah. it takes on a... Flavor and a and a profile mm-hmm. that would go hand. And I put it in lentil soup. I put it in like smoked beans. Yep. I put it in chilies. Yep. Uh, if you talk to little old ladies in rural Alberta, yep, that's what they're picking, okay. and it's called a red cap Scaber stock yep. elite. Okay. It's not very valuable, right? Uh, but I find and 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 it, when you pick it if you don't dry it right away, it'll go slimy and people will be, oh my gosh, throw right, that yeah, out of the Right, right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. Throw it away. And, uh but if you dry them, they take on this beautiful nutty flavor Uh that would just, you could put it in barbecue sauce.
0: Well, I was thinking, or a rub even, right? Dry it in the powder yeah. and mix it with some, uh, you know, I've looked, yeah. I have a half, a half finished experiment in my freezer, some, uh trying to dehydrate some saskatoon berries right to see if i can grind them into a powder to yeah. add into a rub right uh yeah trying to come up that's uh, a great idea might mix in nicely with that and uh mm-hmm. the, the earthiness from that with the bit of the sweet tartness from the berry uh, might uh, might make a nice combination right so mm-hmm
1: no, it has a great I think that you're definitely barking up the right tree,
0: okay. well, I'll look for the red cap saber scaber stock that's uh that's
1: yeah, I will make sure I send you some pictures, yeah you're always welcome to send me pictures if you don't know what you're looking
0: at yeah. <laughs> Should I eat this? <laughs> yeah, I get that about a thousand times a year. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> should i should I drive after I eat this right. Yeah. Lots of people they
1: buy one pack of mushrooms and yeah. they send me funny photos.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, something else we didn't mention uh, is the the foraging courses. That's that's something you offer, right? Yeah, Where you'll actually take folks out and do some of this.
1: Exactly. We're going to do a morel foraging course. It'll be running running through June and uh, the first two weeks of July. Okay. Uh, it'll be across southern uh, our southern BC. Uh, Our two main regions we're going to concentrate on are the Kootenays Mm -hmm. and over in the Okanagan. Okay. And we take people out for three days of foraging, Mm -hmm. five to seven hours a day. Uh, We show them how to find morels, how to make sure you don't get the fake ones. Right. All the stuff that's important. And at the end of the day, we finish off with a gourmet meal where we cook up two or three different ways uh, of of what we find, right? Nice. And we do find some of those other mushrooms that I mentioned, sure. like ho- belete, yep Yep. Uh, hawk's wing is another one we often find. That one's great. It's kind of a little bit stronger than a dried shiitake mushroom. Okay. If you've ever had those in a soup yep. or something sure. like that. Yep. Um, and then we will also find sheep polypore later on in the season, before the fall comes. Okay.
0: it's Neat. Right? So. So folks are interested in the foraging course. What's the best way to go about uh, getting information? Uh, we're taking it by
1: appointment at the moment so yep. that we don't get overrun. We've sure. had a lot of interest in it because yep. uh, we've had a, a huge following over the last seven years mm-hmm. uh, on Instagram, on Facebook. Yep. Uh, we even have a YouTube, Canadian Fungi, yep. and uh, we've had a lot of outpouring that way that People want to come on there, Mm -hmm. but you can email us at fungi.forage at gmail.com. And I can send you out a brochure if you're interested. Oh,
0: that sounds, uh, now, is it Now, you, when you're out there, you're camping or you do accommodations? We have it, we'll
1: have it set up where you can camp on crown land. Okay. There's going to be a campground close by that I've researched. Yep. And there's hotels within about 30-minute drive of so where we're going to be foraging. Folks so have their,
0: folks can do what they're, they're making yeah. choice, do what they
1: want. Right? Exactly. Wherever you guys feel comfortable, just come on out foraging and we'll take care of you during the day and feed you and make sure you have a good time.
0: That sounds awesome. Also,
1: we we also, at the very end of the course, teach you how to preserve your own mushrooms properly. So we'll dry everything that you find, okay. package them up, yep. or we will uh, actually steam them and freeze them ah, and okay. make sure that they're good for winter for you.
0: Perfect. So really, uh, you're getting the whole the whole gambit of it uh, start to finish if you do yeah. the course, right?
1: Well, if you pick a bucket of morels a day, you yep. pretty well get the go out there for free. Yeah. <laughs> there you go.
0: That's uh, that sounds very interesting. I might uh might ask you for some information on that. That's uh that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh anything else you'd like to mention about uh the the, the mushroom business or what you're doing there? And well, we do have a
1: few people that come out and pick periodically with us. Okay. If you ever want to get a hold of us, you can get a get a hold of us through Instagram yep. or Facebook and uh or the email address. Yep and uh i might have to make sure that you know what you're doing first so sure. we don't get in trouble yep. but uh after that after you get your training wheels off yep we can uh we can give her yep awesome uh and you you're always welcome to come out right
0: well it's, uh, it's uh, you've, it, i'm intrigued i'm not going to lie to you so. yeah
1: yep Maybe you can't do three days, you know, where yeah. you can dedicate three days, but yeah. come for an afternoon, and yeah. you're welcome to see what it's all about. No,
0: they'll uh, I'll, we'll get in touch on that. That sounds interesting. So, mm-hmm. uh, you mentioned the website uh, Canadianfungi.com. dot com. Yeah, Canadianfungi.com. dot com. dot is the at Gmail dot com and uh, Canadian Guy on Instagram and Facebook. You said, yeah. Those you that your best places on Instagram,
1: the, Facebook, and you can find us on YouTube. YouTube as well. great right. videos of foraging. And then we, uh, at the end of the videos, we usually cook
0: something up gourmet with the mushrooms we find. Outstanding. Outstanding. A nice, uh, you know, of course, the barbecue folks, uh, most of my audience, are very uh, meat-centric. So it's great to uh, hear a little bit about kind of the other side of things. Uh,
1: yeah, nothing right, so. goes better with meat than some... Mushrooms,
0: absolutely. Right? Yeah, some nice mushrooms over a steak or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> absolutely.
1: Well, if I get some fresh mushrooms, I'll stop by and drop them <laughs> off to you. Here,
0: <laughs> <laughs> right on, uh, Joe. Thanks so much for doing this. Last question I ask everybody: uh, It's dinner time. You got the grill fired up. What's uh, what's the go to for you?
1: I'm a ribs guy. Yeah, hey. I like my ribs. Yeah, I uh, yeah. I gotta have some fat in my meat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tenderize it up. Awesome. Can't go How about out. you, Ryan? What's yours?
0: Uh r- ribs for sure, steak. If I've got yeah. the time, uh to do a brisket or something or a, or a pork butt. Uh definitely. Yeah. And I love top. salmon barbecue oh, yeah. too. Yeah, salmon do. is a winner. Yeah. Never done a lot some of really fish, good. but uh should uh, yeah. the doctor would probably tell me I should add a little more of that into the diet. So, <laughs> And you know what? And maybe we'll just jump back here. We didn't really talk about the some of the health benefits of mushrooms because, you know, everything I hear and read, there are a lot of those. So maybe if they throw something out there real quick about that.
1: Yeah, there's great health benefits. They're full of vitamin D. Yep. That's one of the greatest ones. Uh, morels are they uh treasure trove of of nutrition mm-hmm. it's amazing yeah. uh if people that watch their copper silver uh that kind of stuff intake mm-hmm. uh, morels are a great natural source for it also okay. morels grow in such a basic climate or uh okay that they soak up the nutrition from the ground that's one of the reasons why the yukon of all places I really believe is the Holy grail of morels is because the land up there is full of minerals, right? Whether it's copper, zinc, Mm -hmm. you name it, it's got it all. Right. And, uh, I think the, the, you get so many benefits, whether it's just your regular nutrition from a Mm -hmm. mushroom, uh, but you get vitamins and minerals and all that good stuff too. So it's, uh, in ancient medicine
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: there's some really amazing mushrooms out there mm-hmm. if people research them I, I don't deal with that realm of sure. mushrooms a lot I yep. know a lot about them mm-hmm. uh, I'm more of a gourmet guy yeah uh, I love cooking and chef and stuff up yep. but some of the ones that people know right off the top of the are Rishi, uh, chaga, mm-hmm. the chaga fungi, mm-hmm. all these mushrooms are high. Uh, they have huge medicinal properties. Mm-hmm. Even lion's mane.
0: Well, I was going to uh, mention is, lion's mane that I'd heard very good for brain function and stuff, right? Yeah, exactly.
1: All yeah. of them. Uh, cordyceps is another one yeah. that's very interesting. Uh, all these mushrooms have certain properties. Mm-hmm. Um, if you research them, it's almost like, yeah, um they do miracles.
0: Yep, yep absolutely. <laughs> yep. Well thanks for throwing that in at the end there, Joey. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you for your time. Uh this is great. And uh folks, uh Canadian FunGuy.com, Canadian Fun Guy, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. Uh check out what they're doing here in Western Canada. It's uh an interesting uh, thing, and I'm gonna be uh looking for those red cap scaper stocks and uh yeah, see if we can't caps, uh, that I could even
1: drop some off if well, you want. to. We'll, uh,
0: we'll talk. we we'll, uh, <laughs> let's. Uh, <laughs> know, I'm, I'm intrigued by all of this, yeah. so it's a whole, and whole different. Even side. if
1: you don't make a sauce, they're great yeah. in like lentils or anything yep. like
0: beans or. Anything for like sure, that, so. right on. Well, Joe, thanks so much for this. I appreciate it. Have yourself a wonderful evening. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks. I'll do You are listening to Canada's longest running barbecue podcast, and it is time now for some barbecue news brought to you by the Barrel Boss Q, a family owned and operated small business in Leduc County, Alberta, and the manufacturer of the original Canadian drum smoker. Whether it's in the backyard or out on the competition circuit, Kelly Troy and the Barrel Boss Q team are driven by the desire to watch their clients showcase their cooking talents, to slow down a bit, and to spend some quality time with family and friends. From entry level all the way up to fully loaded models, Barrel Boss Q has the charcoal drum smokers and accessories you need to be the barbecue boss of your block or maybe get a walk at the next competition. Shipping to customers across Canada and the US, Barrel Boss Q spends time talking to their clients to make sure each and every smoker they make is special and meets the needs of the customer. Barrel Boss Q is honored to be a part of their customers' barbecue journeys. You can follow them on Facebook and Instagram and visit them online at Barrel Boss Q, B-A-R-R, E-L-B-O-S-S, the letter Q, dot C-A to see the whole lineup and tell them you heard about them on the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. Our competition team, Moose Knuckle Barbecue, is putting on a backyard barbecue class in a couple of weeks, May 13th and 14th at the amazing Fairmont Hot Springs Resort in beautiful Fairmont Hot Springs, British Columbia, just south of Invermere. For more information and to register, visit fairmonthotsprings.com, click on the things to do at the top, Scroll down to the events and and festivals button, give it a click, and there you will find the link for the Seriously Smokin' Barbecue Weekend. The three of us are very excited about this, can't wait to treat our guests to a full day of food and fun. This is not a competition class in any way, but if you're looking to up your backyard cooking for family and friends, come join us and enjoy a weekend in a truly spectacular setting. This week we are going to take a look at the Canadian competition calendar and see what's coming up. This coming weekend, May the 7th in Steinbach, Manitoba. It's the first of three events in the Manitoba Backyard Barbecue Team of the Year series. This one is the Big Smoke Barbecue Throwdown being held at Big Smoke Barbecue and hosted by our friends Rob and Bridget. Check out www.events.eply.com for registration. Out in Langley, B.C., May 13th to the 15th, it's the Canadian Festival of Chili and Barbecue. This is a PNWBA-sanctioned event featuring golden tickets to the World Food Championships, SCA World Steak Championships in Texas, and more. Visit www.ccbbqs.com for entry info. Still in May on the 28th and 29th, it's the Porkapalooza Barbecue Festival in Edmonton porkapalooza.ca for details on that one the following weekend june 4th through the 5th a new competition the small town Down in bizano alberta registration is open for this one uh, via the barbecue on the bow website www.bbqonthebow.com and come on and join moose knuckle barbecue at this one looking forward to our first comp of the year Alberta is hosting a KCBS judging class in Lethbridge, Alberta on June 18th. Visit smokewindandfire.ca for registration on that. June 24th and 26th, another brand new KCBS competition, the Columbia Valley Smoke Show in beautiful Invermere, B.C. Moose Knuckle Barbecue also making the trip out west for that one. And you can get info at cvsmokeshow.ca. Moving into July, we have another new event on the calendar in Weyburn, Saskatchewan. July 1st and 2nd, it's the Souris River Smoke Event. This is a Canadian Barbecue Society-sanctioned backyard competition. Back to lovely British Columbia for July 16th and 17th. And the KCBS-sanctioned 6th... Who can't talk tonight. KCBS-sanctioned 6th Annual Barn Burner Barbecue in Chilliwack, BC. You can go to barnburnerbbq.ca for details on that event. July 23rd, 24th in Lethbridge, it's the second annual Smoke, Wind & Fire competition. Also on the 23rd is another of the Manitoba Backyard events. This one in Niverville, Manitoba. It's the Niverville Smokemaster Barbecue Competition. That is the second event in the Manitoba Backyard series. The weekend of August 13th and 14th brings us out to the East Coast for the Atlantic Canada Championship Barbecue Festival in Clare, Nova Scotia website for that one is www.atlanticcanadabbq.com and you can check out organizer Philippe Godet um, as my guest on the show next week. That same weekend in cet Quebec is the Festi Grille de la Côte Nord, a backyard competition go to Festi Grille Côte Nord F-E-S-T-I-G-R-I-L-E-S C-O-T-E-N-O-R-D .com for info on that event. August 27th and 28th second year Here in Alberta, Didsbury Lions Barbecue Competition. Registration open at didsburylionsbbq.ca. Hitting the long weekend, the Labor Day weekend, September 3rd and 4th. Barbecue on the Bow here in Calgary, Canada's longest running barbecue competition. Barbecue on the Bow uh, social media and bbqonthebow.com for an announcement coming soon about a fantastic new venue for the event. And registration opening soon. The following weekend, Smoke in the Valley out in Saskatchewan has upgraded from an amateur competition to a KCBS sanctioned event. Very exciting for the folks out there. This one will be held in Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan at Buffalo Pound Provincial Park the weekend of September 10th and 11th. Visit smokeinthevalley.com S Smoke, the letter N, the valley.com to register for that. Final event on the calendar so far. It's the third and final in the Manitoba Backyard Team of the Year series in Winnipeg at Lux Barbecue, September 17th. Events.eply.com slash Lux T-O-I. L-U-X-E-T-O-I. Great to see so many events on the calendar, and I'm sure we'll see a few more trickle in here over the next few weeks. Let me know if I've missed anything and I will add it to the next update. My email is eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com. Next week on the podcast, as I mentioned, Philip Godette, organizer of the Atlantic Canada Championship Barbecue Festival, joins me to talk about that event. Always looking for guest ideas for the show? Email me at eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com if there is someone you'd like to hear from. You can find me online at www.eatmorebarbecue.ca and also at albertabbqtrail.ca where you can check out the listing of barbecue joints here in Alberta so you can get out there and show them your support. If you're not in Alberta, get out to your local barbecue joints and show them some love. Thanks to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. That's a wrap, everybody. See you all next week and keep on smoking.